Welcome to the Small Towns Big God Podcast. We don't know what we're doing, but we're going to do it anyway. Three, two, one. Hi, everybody, and welcome back to the Small Towns Big God Podcast. Uh, this is episode eight, number eight. Seems Almost like a double digits. Almost. Yeah. Well, we made it. We made it. We persevered. Uh-huh. Yes. It's a lesson that we need to learn. All 20 of our viewers, too. Thanks, That's what I'm talking thanks, about. Yeah. <laughs> Last week, we hit 22 Woo! on YouTube. That's what I'm talking about. Yeah. Anyway, <laughs> we do need to do that interview format, I yeah. think, and see Ooh. how that works. But anyway, all right. So uh, this is our bi-weekly um, video Bible study where we simply go down the scripture and quote it and discuss how we can apply it to our everyday lives. Uh, we're just a couple of guys who the scripture has come to life and we are called to share it. My name is Dax Bruner. And over the last few years, I've been working with youth in the, in the Fannin County area. And across from me is Josh Lott. He is the only pastor at Ivanhoe Baptist church, uh, in beautiful Ivanhoe, Texas. Downtown. I am, I am definitely going to take a selfie in front of your post office, by the way. Might as well. I, <laughs> it's brick. It is. It ain't on wheels. No, it's not. That's what I'm talking about. All right. So we are called to evangelize by any means necessary. So, Internet, here we are. We don't know what we're doing. But we're going to do it anyway. Yep. That's our motto, folks. Ready, fire, aim. There you go. We're going to do it. All right. So. Uh, episode eight. Episode eight. It's exciting. It is. It is exciting. Hopefully, the we'll Ocho. get the the Ocho. Oh, now I got to go watch that movie. Um, I have the DVD, by the way. Oh, old school. Uh-huh. DVD. Yes. Yep. That's nice, awesome. There ain't no streaming in my house. What's what a DVD? Yeah, <laughs> that's what the kids say. Anyway, so what's been happening? Man, summer, summer, summer. We had VBS last week. Yep. Good time. Uh. We partnered with Telephone, like we were saying, and we we did our VBS, and we had about around 60 kids each night. Uh, we had two wow. salvations. Uh, me and the pastor and Telephone, the youth pastor, got a pie in the face. Nice. It was yep. nice, all up in the beard and up the nose. Did you go in the nose? Okay, good. Yes, absolutely. Yeah, but our, at the VBS I was at, um, I got it. I thought it was going to be smart, right? And uh, so when she went to do it, I opened my mouth thinking I could go... <sighs> Right? right when I did, I sucked it up my and nose. My nose. Yeah. So after that, I chased her and went like that. Yeah, yeah. Oh, yeah. It was not good. It was funny. But anyway, sixty kids. That's Im- yeah, that's, that's impressive. Yeah, that's a lot. So uh, I went to just got back from Falls Creek uh, with the Gober Youth Group, and we had over thirty kids went, which was that's awesome. fantastic, yeah. phenomenal. Uh, we had twelve decisions. And we had actually four uh, come forward. Uh, two are interested in doing some mission work. Mm-hmm. Uh, t- one is leaning toward uh, youth leadership, and another is children's ministry. So awesome. that's, that's exciting. Um, uh, had a great time. You know, it was good, as camps are. You right. Know? Uh, Ed Newton was the speaker. I don't know if you're familiar with Ed, but he is good. Like that, you talk about people being called to do something. That's it. That's him. Yep. He's very good. He's down in um, Houston, I believe, is where he's based out of. But uh, for the last few years, he's been the speaker at Falls Creek uh, when we were there. Anyway. And summer is winding down. It's coming to an end, folks. Winding down. Kids almost go back to school. Yep. Uh, So we do here about the same time as we do this conference. Yes. Yes. And uh, this is our our third one to do. over the last three years, obviously, and this year, the what we do is, and it's a, it's themed, and I, I find five different uh, leaders, pastors, 
deacons, some people who serve in the in a church and have them come and speak one at one time one time. Right. So five sessions, five different speakers. Uh, the theme this year is living a spirit filled life. Living a spirit filled life. What does that mean? What does that look like? I give them the topic and then they run with it from there. Yep. So yep. uh Sunday morning we kicked that off. Rodney Sprayberry, New Zion Baptist Church is going to be excited. I've never heard speaking. Rodney preach. Yeah, yeah. As I said before, I have because he is was my first pastor ever. Yeah, uh, and so it's cool to be able to do ministry with him now. Uh, you're coming in Sunday night. I'll be there Sunday night, seven p.m. Seven p.m. Yep. You're gonna you're gonna give us some knowledge. We'll see. <laughs> or I'm something. gonna give you something. Um, <laughs> Monday night is Lynn Hawley, pastor of Calvary Baptist Church here in Bonham or in Bonham, and Tuesday night's Bear Reed. Bear. Youth pastor, FPC Savoy. Yep. Wednesday, Matt Haggard. He's a deacon at FPC Savoy. So yep. should be a good time. Hope, hope lots of folks come out and God does some mighty and great work. And I, f- I feel like that's going to be the case. I think Hopefully we're gonna, so. I think we're going to fill this place up and it's going to be all the glory of God for sure. And right after that, kids go back to school. <laughs> yeah. Wah, <laughs> Man. Mood killer, Josh. Yeah. I'm excited. Yeah, I, I bet you are. <laughs> I bet you. And and Ashley starts her Ashley's, new, new she's, gig. Yeah, she's uh, teaching yep. now, so she's already back in school. Um, That's they started. All the teachers reported back at uh, where she teaches at Bell's uh, yesterday. Yeah, you no, know, what is today? Wednesday. Today Wednesday. Friday. Friday. Yep. So Wednesday. So they're they're knee deep in it, and they start on the twelfth next wow. week. Next students start back on the twelfth. Students start back on this on the twelfth. Wow, mm-hmm. man, that did come quick, didn't it? It, it did. seemed it really does. It went by in a blink this mm-hmm. time. I mean, Sam Rayburn goes back to sixteenth, and okay, and I think Dodd City's back to sixteenth right. as well. Yeah, out my my way. You You're know about your way. Yeah, I'm not sure about Wolf City and all them, but anyway, yeah, it's coming quick, and mm-hmm. it went fast. Like it really does seem like we blinked camps and over. Gone. VBS is over. Kick this conference off and then back into life, life as we life, know I it. I guess maybe <laughs> whatever that means. Hey, I was showing you my shirt a while ago. It's awesome. You know, by the way, can, if, for those of y'all listening on YouTube, it says Lot Furniture. Yep. And uh, if you can see it, it says Lot Furniture. There's actually it has nothing to do with my last name. Yep. Me personal, my last name, but there's a Lot Furniture in Laurel, Mississippi. So it's not very often that you see like your last name on things, right? My last name yeah, on we, things, or your last name on my, things. Yeah. But I had to get a T-shirt. Yeah. Well, you have to. Yes. Like if I see something with Dax on it, I buy I, it. Exactly. Yep. There's yes. actually a line of hair care products called Dax. Called Dax, which is funny, <laughs> by the way. <laughs> yeah. So when I was younger, my mom bought yeah. me like everything that they had for I don't know why, uh, but anyway, she thought it was cool. My name was on it. But anyway. Yeah, we're, we 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 were talking earlier. We're one of those guys that, uh, or we're both of those guys that we never found our name on a keychain inside a truck stop. You know what I'm saying? Right. <laughs> Not my last name. No, no, my yeah. first name's everywhere. Yeah. Josh. All right. So, okay. uh, man, chapter three. We are starting chapter three. Three of five. Yep. Oh my goodness. So anyway, First John. Chapter 3, we're going to be looking at verses 1 through 10 is what I've got marked for today. Yep, We'll see how good. this goes. And I took my glasses off because this microphone messes with me. It makes me go cross-eyed when I'm reading. <laughs> we're still a work in progress, folks, so bear with us. But the sound should be great. All right, here we go. I'm going to start First uh, John chapter 3, starting in verse 1. I'm going to read through 10, and then as usual, we'll come back and we'll start breaking this stuff down. Um 
and we'll move on. Here we go. Chapter 3, starting verse 1. It says, See what great love the Father has lavished on us, that we should be called children of God. And that is what we are. The reason the world does not know us is that, is that it did not know him. Dear friends, now we are children of God, and what we will be has not yet been made known. But we know that when Christ appears, we shall be like him, for we shall see him as he, as he is. All who have this hope in him purify themselves, just as he is pure. Everyone who sins breaks the law. In fact, sin is lawlessness. But you know that he appeared so that he might take away our sins, and in him is no sin. No one who lives in him keeps on sinning. No one who continues to sin has either seen him or known him. Dear children, do not let anyone lead you astray. The one who does, uh, sorry, the one who does what is right is righteous, just as he is righteous. The one who does what is sinful is of the devil, because the devil has been sinning from the beginning. The reason the Son of God appeared was to destroy the devil's work. No one who is born of God will continue to sin, because God's seed remains in them. They cannot go on sinning, because they have been born of God. This is how we know who the children of God are and who the children of the devil are. Anyone who does not do what is right is not God's child, nor is anyone who does not love their brother and sister. Whew. A lot going on there, man. There is. There's a lot going on. So how would you define a Christian? How's a Christian defined? A Christian is defined as someone, number one, who follows Christ. Mm-hmm. And number number two, um, well, I would say it comes back to um, love, the two greatest commandments, which is what I always come back to, but to love God and love your neighbor. So a Christian would be someone who strives to live a life worthy of the sacrifice of Jesus. It used to be that if you were not Jewish or Hindu or Buddhist, uh, you were a Christian. Right. Whether if Catholic you, or Lutheran or Episcopalian. If you were or, not these things. Or Baptist or whatever, you know. But now it seems like the word uh, means something more. Mm-hmm. It should mean something more. It should. Uh, we, I think we kind of throw it around like it's a— uh, I would agree. Like there's a lot of them out there just here and there and whatever. Um, what's, the, what's the difference between a Christian and a church member? Oh, now now you're getting deep, right? So I say that just to say that I think that that the first couple of verses here in chapter three uh, reveal some practical ways to spot children of God. Sure. So a Christian is a child of God because we say that Christian means little Christ. Correct. So you're a child of God. Uh, Like you said, the true Christian of God rejects sin. They obey God's commands. They love one another. Mm -hmm. That's how that's what Christians do. So they're they're little Christ, but people would say, well, if you walk into a church, if you go to church, you're a Christian. I would say that's not necessarily not, true. Not. I mean, we would, we would hope that that's the case. We would hope that's part of it. Right. But the Christian is, uh, is a term that we use very loosely I would today. Agree. The world uses very loosely today. I would agree. And they throw us all in one big group or category. Sure. Um, and sure. the literal definition, you know, little Christ is, Definitely uh, hard for, to live up to. Yeah, it's hard to live <laughs> up to. So, who are the children of God? Um, I think it's interesting how it says that the children of God are recognized by God, but not the world. Correct. We are God's children. Mm-hmm. I mean, it's exciting to think that hey, you know, we're we're God's children. Like Ephesians one says, we're 
we were uh, you know chosen before the foundation of the world to be adopted into his into his family, family so yeah. we're adopted as children of God this is a very common mistake that people make and I'm sure you you've heard this before is that we're all children of God correct that's not true correct I mean it that's what John says right here mm-hmm. which is it's definitely not true we're all creations of God of God yeah I would agree and I think I think hmm I've been asked this a lot about you know church membership. Let's say right. So something that 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 I've stated previously is there's there's a huge difference between a church member and a church attender. Have you oh, ever yeah. have you ever talked about that? So well, uh, church membership has gone kind of to the wayside. You know, maybe not so much in this area. Some in this area some, that we live in. Yeah. But especially down in bigger areas, mm-hmm. I mean, church membership is just not a thing as right. much as it used to be. Right. And it's it, and it seems to me like people are are they're they're not really going to worship God, but they're more concerned about the the people. You know what I mean? Instead of instead of going into true worship, and it, it you know we're all kind of guilty of that to some degree, I think, because we are at the end of the day we're all sinners, right? But that's another thing is to recognize as being a Christian is to recognize your sin, confess, repent. Ask for forgiveness. Give forgiveness. I mean, yeah, it's, it's all these things. Staying in fellowship with God by yeah, doing that. Correct. So, um, you know, the the, but speaking to church membership versus church attendance, you know, a church member is looking for ways to give, looking for ways to serve, to be, you know, of humble service to your neighbor, to show that love. And whereas a, a church attender, at least in my view, is looking for what they can take from it. And Yeah, and it's... it. And we all don't, we, like you just said, we don't do it perfectly all the time. Right. I think it has to do with the motivation of why we're here. Uh, good point. And even as a church member or a Christian, sometimes we show up for the wrong reasons. Sure. Uh, Absolutely. Absolutely. And we'll never, we'll never claim to be perfect because that's not what this is. Um, but you're absolutely right. We, we, you can all get caught up. But I mean, being children can. of God just means that you're recognized by him. Yes. That's yeah. why we're not recognized by the world. You're right. Right. I mean, if you saw... Um, your child, you know it's your child. Correct. If a stranger sees your child, they don't know that it's your child. Correct. That's what they're talking about when they say, well, God sees you, but the world doesn't the see world you doesn't because see they don't know him. They don't know you. Right. Now, if I see, if you see me with my kids, you know that they're my kids because you know me and you know my kids. Correct. Yeah, I would agree. Galatians 3.26 says, for you are all sons of God through faith in Christ Jesus. That's how we're sons and mm-hmm. daughters through faith in Christ Jesus. That's right. That's right. Through our faith. Now I, I've got these commentaries, as you know. Let me oh, read yeah. this Go one ahead. real quick. Um, so this references back to verses two and three, kind of, which is where we're hovering right now. But it says the Christian life is a process of beco- of becoming more and more like Christ. So that kind of answers your question, right? Sanctification. Sanctification. This process will not be complete until we see Christ face to face. And that goes back to 1 Corinthians 13. Uh, but knowing that it is our ultimate destiny should motivate us to purify ourselves. To purify means to keep morally straight, free from the corruption of sin. God also purifies us, but there is action we must take to remain morally fit. So there's action on our part, right? So that's where uh, people get it twisted also, right? I'm, I'm a Christian, so... I got an easy button and I just get to move on and nothing could be further from that because when you're, when you become a Christian, as we've defined here, let me tell you something. That's when it gets tough. You know, that's when Satan's like, Hey, you're, 
now but you're on this path. It does get tough. There's the Christian life never promises health, wealth, prosperity, nope. all that stuff. Uh, doesn't doesn't promise you're going to have a great time and everything's going to go easy for you. Correct. But it does give you a better sense of comfort, of hope, sure. of peace. Sure. And God does provide for those who are faithful. Mm-hmm. Um, so we can look and see how God has taken care of us mm-hmm. and done my, great and mighty things in our lives. Um, but it didn't. It didn't get us. It may have got us out of the issues we were in, but we didn't skip the issues that we were in. No, 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 no. We no. went through the trials. Yeah, and you have, and to. we persevered, and it made us stronger because of that. Right, and and it and all of those things definitely draw you closer to God because mm-hmm. because when you're going through it, you realize, hey, I can't do this on my own, and you'll hear that a lot from me coming mm-hmm. Sunday night. You know, I can't do this on my own. I have to lean on you, and it. I, I there's I, a reason we're still here. Yeah, I mean. We we just were discussing this. I mean, when God looks down, He recognizes His children. Mm-hmm. There's no issue with that. He doesn't sure. get confused about whose is His and whose is not. We do. Yes. As as humans, we we can look and we could see, and we were like, we we don't know. We think we know, but we are wrong in some cases. I, I guarantee you that oh, yeah. we are. Oh yeah. Um. No but there's God. a reason He left us here. Because wouldn't it be so much easier if the moment that we accepted Christ that we just went straight to heaven? I keep saying it. And then there would be no confusion about salvation. You right. wouldn't struggle with your own salvation. Correct. Or nothing. I mean, it would be just, bam, you're gone. There there you would know. be no struggle. No. Yeah. And, and yeah, that's why, we've, that's why we've got a story to tell, and that's why we've got, you know, that's why Scripture, you know, on some level reads different to us because of what we've been through. You know, we're, we're not— the same. Our worldview is different. I mean, we've came up different uh, to some degree, right? Right. So the how how this comes to life for me sometimes is is different, you know. Uh, but at the end of it all, it's all back to God, you know. And so we might get there a little differently, but we always we're going to grow. Simply. Believers are always going to grow. Yep. Um, some slower than others, but you're you're never going to remain stagnant. You're going to grow. At least that's the hope. That, I mean, you, yeah. I mean, because if you go back to Revelation three and you talk about a lukewarm uh, Christian boy, right, <laughs> right. I ain't trying to be that. You know, the, I get asked a lot, "Why are you the way you are?" Because of that, we can't be complacent. We can't be just checking a box yeah. and then doing whatever. We can't. It, it requires action, as it says here. It you have to do it. You know. So that, that's that's my take on all that. Truth. <laughs> All right. So how do we recognize children of God? Let's look at verse 4. Verse 4 says, Everyone who sins breaks the law. In fact, sin is lawlessness. But you know that he appeared so that he might take away our sins. And in him is no sin. I went through five, but that's, that's okay. fine. Yep. All sin is serious. Absolutely. Because it's a form of lawlessness. There's, yeah, there's I no... Go ahead. There, there's no there's no levels of sin. Is no, what no, no. And that's what we get so confused. And we, we do the same thing. Sure. We could sit here all day long and say there's no levels of sin. But there's sins that we look at differently than other sins oh. each and every day of our lives. You know it. But when we sin, we break the law. Yep. God gave us a standard. He gave us a law. And we sinned and we broke the law. Yep. We've sinned against God. Yep. There's no, there's no way of getting out of that. Yep. There's no gray area either. There's and nothing in between. If you go down, I mean, we could go down. Um, I just kind of I wrote them down just to just to go through quickly mm-hmm. uh, that we can't categorize sin. It's no sin is worse than the other. I mean, God He threw it out there together, all together. These are this is the law. This These is it. are the Ten Commandments. Yep. 
So he, he didn't separate them. Nope. He didn't say these are the, the most important ones and these are the less important ones. These are the ones. top three. <laughs> no, he gave you the list, you know. And just to go through real quick, I'm the Lord your God who brought you out of the land of Egypt, out of the place of slavery. Do not have other gods before me. That's one. That's one. You ever wrote that law? Yep. Yep. Don't make an idol for yourself. Yep. Done that. Uh, let's see. He's, he's a jealous God, children of the Father, showing faithful love to a thousand generations. Do not misuse the name of the Lord your God. Yep. Done that. Remember the Sabbath day. Keep it holy. You're the labor six days and do all the work, but the seventh is Sabbath. You do not do any work. That one's broken. Yep. Uh, honor your father and mother. Mess that one up. Oh, boy. Do not murder. Well, I don't think I've done that. Maybe in the heart. Have you had hate in your heart? Yeah. Like he says in Matthew 5. Yep. Then you done committed murder. Do not commit adultery. Yep. Even if, if it's, it's not, if, if, even if it's in your heart. Yep. Do not steal. Done that. Done that. Do not give false testimony against your neighbor. Don't lie. Done that. I've done that. Do not covet your neighbor's house. Do not covet your neighbor's wife, male servants, whatever. Don't be I've been jealous, jealous of other people's stuff. I've been jealous. I've done it. Yep. I mean, that's just real quick. I mean, let's blow through them real quick. I mean. Man. All of them. None are good. Just, just break them all. <laughs> we can't, Sin we, is serious. It is. Why? Because Jesus came to remove it. Yep. If if it wasn't that serious, why did he give up what, what he were, where he was at, what he was doing, to come down here, to yep. come to earth? Yep. I like how it's, it's stated in Philippians 2, 7 through 8. It says, instead, he emptied himself. He mm -hmm. emptied himself by assuming the form of a slave, taking the likeness of man. And when he had come as a man in his external form, he humbled himself by becoming obedient to the point of death, even death on the cross. Yeah. And that's now, our, that's when he our was example. here, yeah, he was he was still God yeah. when he was here. He was he was still God, but he gave up all his 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 everything. He just gave it up yep. to come here he, to gain likeness of a man. He emptied himself and became a servant. That's to I be mean, obedient yep. and to die on the cross. Yep, because a sin is a is a bad thing. It is a bad thing. It's serious. It's a bad. It thing. is the most serious thing. It is. Yep. And we look at it as an afterthought a lot of times. A lot of times, yep. And we 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 don't recognize our own sin. We recognize other people's sin. Um, we don't we don't confess our sin. We don't you know ask for forgiveness. I mean, I, I'm I'm guilty. Sin is ultimately um, inconsistent with who we really are, because one of the things that bothers me that the most is my own sin. Me me too. Now. Do I still get frustrated at other people's sin? Sure. Sure. Mm -hmm. um, but we must come to a point, and I don't do it perfectly. Sometimes I miss it completely, mm -hmm. and I have a great, faithful wife who lets me know. Same. <laughs> but we should be more concerned with our own sin. We should we should hate our own sin. Sure. And not not that we don't need to be accountable and, and hold our brothers and sisters accountable and, and in love correct them when they need to be corrected. Right. But more importantly, we need to hate our own sin. Yes. We absolutely. can't say that we, we were a Christian. We can't say that we love Christ and continue to walk in sin. Right. Continue to practice sin. Correct. Well, we're going to sin. We know that. We know that. We said that. Yes. Yes. But you can't, you can't just continue to walk in it. Right. Right. Which is where repentance comes in the, in the picture. Right. Which is. You can't. Yeah. Which is a word that we don't 
we don't necessarily use enough, I think. Uh, and, 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 and say, you can't teach, tell me, hey, you know, I love Dr. Pepper. Dr. Pepper is my favorite drink. It's not, but Dr. Pepper is my favorite so drink. So disappointed. Like, I will just drink it. I just love Dr. Pepper. But then you drink Coke every day. Right. And I never right. see you drink a Dr. Pepper. Good point. That really make that's what you're telling me is is I don't like Dr. Pepper. I really sense. like yeah. Coke. Yeah. It's yeah. the same thing with sin. You're, you're saying one thing and doing another. Right. There you go. There you go. All right. Good discussion so Good. far. Let's look at verse seven. All right. Little children, let no one deceive you. That's difficult. The it one is. who does what is right is righteous, just like he he is righteous. Number eight. The one who commits sin is of the devil, for the devil has sinned from the beginning. The Son of God was reve- revealed for this purpose to destroy the devil's work. Mm-hmm. So what they're saying is, is our actions come from our nature. Correct. Whether good or evil. Good or bad. Yep. Good or bad. That is correct. So, I mean, there's no, I, I don't know that there's anything to add to that, to be well, honest with you, because it, that is what it is to we me. We can say whatever we want to say. Yeah. But our actions will tell the truth. Correct. Well, whatever's in here, and some will always somewhere come out. down the line, our actions will will tell the truth. You will sure. know them by their fruit. Sure. You will know them by their actions. Yeah. We share in God's nature, and that nature does not sin. Correct. And we're talking about the Holy Spirit being led by the Holy Spirit. We believe that we have the Holy Spirit inside of us. That's God's nature. That's right. And when you when you do sin, because as we've said mm-hmm. all along, we are going to. But that conviction. That's the, if 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 you're feeling that conviction, there was a conversion in you, right? And then what do you do with that conviction? Okay, so well, you confess your sin, you ask for forgiveness, and you repent. Not ignore it. Do not ignore it, right? I mean, oh. I I went years and years and years ignoring that. Okay, now it hits me so fast that sometimes I'm like, will I ever stop this? You know what I mean? It's just like, oh my goodness. Well, we have to understand that, like, if we have the spirit inside of us. Uh, the Spirit will not guide us into sin. Correct. It's not going to happen. So no matter how many times we try to tell us that this is something that God wants us to do, yep. if it's if it's sinful, right? it's not the Spirit leading us there. Yep. It, he would never do that. Mm-hmm. But like you just said, our problem is that we listen to the flesh yep. too many times. Sure. We should listen to the Spirit more <laughs> and the flesh less. No doubt. No doubt. We will sin, but we can't live there no you cannot stay there no it's it's something i tell the tell the youth that i work with sometimes is that is that you can you can come as you are you can come you can come to christ as you are but you cannot stay as you are no you cannot stay there has to be a conversion inside you and that conversion is the holy spirit and the conviction of the holy spirit and then he will start sanctifying and and purifying and you'll see a change slow process it is it's not like bam next day you're good nope God is not going to give us, throw everything on the table and say, all right, this is all the stuff you need to get rid of right now. Right. He's going to give us a little bit of a time. And then when, when we start getting that in a place where it needs to be, then he's going to give us something else. Something he's going to reveal something else to keeps us. Going, keeps and going. he's going to keep doing that. Yeah. Yeah. And, the, and, and don't get it twisted. I mean, that process is not an easy one usually. Right. But no. it does teach you perseverance. It, I mean, and and as a Christian, that is very important that you understand that perseverance because, like Josh said earlier, we don't get it. We don't get an easy button here, right? It's you're still going to go through the trials. You're still going to go through the heartache, the mourning, the loss, the everything. You're still going to go through it. But the the lesson in all of that is perseverance, and it will draw you closer hope. to God. 
Hope. Exactly. And hope in the terms of not like we say it here that I hope something happens. No. The hope is in a guarantee yep. that we're going to be one day with the Father. Correct. So I and, and so I say this all the time is as Christians, that's where we find our hope is in that promise of eternal life. Right. So um, I also say people that are running from God, they, they don't have a sense of their worth and they they live hopelessly. Right. So if you're if you're living in hope, then that means you're striving for something. And for us, that striving is that promise that we will live eternally with God and glorify him in heaven and and all these things that are, you know, in a sense, we're not really not we're not promised anything on this earth. No, no, absolutely not. Other than we're going to have trials. Yep. And the world's going to hate you. Yes. (laughs) (laughs) Woohoo! But eternally. We're going to worship him forever yep. in glory Yep. with no more pain, no more tears. It's all going to go away. Sounds good to me. So I can handle this little bit, this little bit, these however many years you got. Let's yeah. say I can handle 90 years of some pain for an eternity of perfectness. Of, yeah. Yeah. Me too. Right. I'm excited. <laughs> I'm so excited. let's look at nine and 10 real quick. All right. Um, Everyone who has been born of God does not sin because his seed remains in him. He is not able to sin because he has been born of God. This is how God's children and the devil's children are made evident. And I love it how God's word just kind of throws it out there and then says, okay, well, what's the devil's children and God's children? What's How do they act? And then if you go to the book of Galatians mm-hmm. that Paul wrote, he kind of gives you this is God's children. This is the devil's children. This is what they do. So I'll just unbelievers through disobedience and hatred, believers through obedience and love, basically what he's what he's going to be saying. Right. So Galatians five, nineteen through twenty one. I'm sure you heard this before. It said, Now the works of the flesh. These are the natures of the devil's children. Right. Are sexual morality, moral impurity, promiscuity, idolatry, sorcery, hatred, strife, jealousy, outbursts of anger, selfish ambitions, dissensions, factions, envy, drunkenness, corrosion. In anything similar. Whoa. And he says, and I tell you about these things in advance, as I told you before, that those who practice such things will not inherit the kingdom of God. Correct. And we have to see what they're saying here. Those who practice. practice who who actively do this. Actively do this. Right. No repentance. No. Right. They're not if turning you went away from out, If I went out and I played golf one time, I can't come back and say, well, I practice golf. No, you don't. No, you you don't. went and did it one time. But if I go out daily and I play golf, then say, yeah, I practice golf a lot. Mm-hmm. That makes sense. That does make sense. So it says to practice, not those who's ever done this, right. because we can be, you know, we can repent. I, and I, that, and that I can check can, a lot of those yeah, boxes. That can, that, that can be wiped clean. Yep. It's the devil's children, unsaved people, living sinful lives. Yep. Uh, Galatians five twenty two through 23. But the fruit of the Spirit, those who uh, have the Spirit inside of them, Love, joy, peace, patience, kindness, goodness, faithfulness, gentleness, self-control. Against such things there is no law. Mm-hmm. Yeah. God's children save people, living spiritual lives. Yeah. I was up here on Wednesday night, and self-control was not one I had when I hit that buffet of food, though, i, I got to say. Woo-wee. Anyway, sorry. It was good. <laughs> I was thinking about that. I was like, am I really showing self-control here? No, I was not. <laughs> it was delicious though but you're but you're right i mean the fruit of the spirit is right know. and i think the moral of the story here in, in chapter three verses one through ten is that 
if you are a child of God, that should be seen. Yeah, you 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 should be set apart from the world. You should be that light should be shining through you, and people should know that you are a child of God. You're not going to blend in with the world. No, no. And most people, you know, I look like sometimes, but people looking at me are like, I don't think so. And then hopefully, by my actions and when I open my mouth, they do see that. You know, that's my that's my hope. Right. But uh, anyway, yeah, it's fun. My life's awesome, man. Absolutely. <laughs> All right. Well, so, that's a wrap. That is a wrap. Boy, a good discussion. It never seems like, you know, we it's go like half hour over. or whatever, and it's just like it's we done. blink and it's done, which I think is a good thing, especially in this setting uh, when we're trying to share the Word of God. So, uh, anyway, all that being said, let me let me dismiss us, and we'll get on out of here. Sounds, Sounds good. good. All right. Father, we're so grateful and humbled to be able to share your word with these folks. Uh, Father, we ask that you continue to bless us, that your will is done in our lives. Father, we ask that you put your healing hand on the on the world uh, as this virus is uh, peeking back up on us. Uh, Father, we're so thankful for um, for just our lives and, and that we get to live it in your service. Father, just continue to bless us and everyone that sees this message that it we be received as an encouragement as it's intended. And we ask all that in Jesus' name. Amen. 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 All right.